Hi guys, welcome or welcome back to the Tyloo Podcast. I'm your host, Ty. And in this podcast episode, I'm going to be discussing um, Black History, Black History Month. How has your Black History Month been? Have you um, learned any new things? Have, how, like, In what ways have you guys celebrated? Just feel free to like reach out to me to tell me those things because, of course, you won't be able to respond to me directly. But um, I'm going to be getting into a poem that I wrote. Um, black history, what that means to me, and um, my NOLA experience. I went to NOLA the first time, which is a huge part of black culture, just New Orleans and Louisiana culture, and a little bit about um, black travel and how important it is, and I feel that it is in our community to really get out and travel. You know, I wanted to start off with words of black history, and I've been working on this poem for a couple of days. And it was one of the things um, of like, I know in my previous podcast, you know, I talked a lot about um, comfort zone and how it's not always when I find a muse to do something. It it has a lot to do with, you know, sitting down and you know, I'm going to write this and it's going to be this topic. And this was the first poem, well, one of the first poems that, you know, I sat down and really thought about to write. It's in a couple, took a couple of days, but I'm going to get into it. It's called Black History. What is Black History? It isn't a month, not even of the shortest. It isn't a week, day, hour, or second. Not a day for children to color in a picture of MLK. Not a week of PowerPoint presentations of the Civil Rights Movement. Not 400 years, not being first introduced in history books enslaved. Not the news highlight of an arm shot. Black history is my breath when I inhale and exhale. It is my taste, my feel, how I hear, my perspective. It is my fingers as I rub my eyes in the morning, my feet crashing into the concrete, built over soil my ancestors danced, sweat, and wept over. It's blue streams of water diving into my skin every morning, a reminder that this brown will, but that black won't rinse away. It is the atmosphere, clear skies and stars, art forms of expression, success, and intelligence, of greatness and culture, beauty. Black history is the brains, the gold, the glory, the trends, wealth and poverty. Black history is the banks and buildings in every city, the rainforest and tropical trips amongst the most beautiful islands, driest and coldest lands, original but no ending or beginning. Black history is forever. The beauty and darkness, it is light. A glare in my dark brown eyes. Black history, it's me. It's me. This poem like really means a lot to me. And uh, that one for, you know, black history isn't all that the world gives us credit for, you know, as we built this everything <laughs> um, up to what it is to be today. And just black history is amongst all of us and everywhere and you know for this one month and you know it isn't just you know that MLK speech that they make us learn in school or the PowerPoint presentations you know black history is you know so much more and more to me and it's everything to me so I hope you what you take out of every day and not you know this month is that you are valuable and you know most Def said it the best and like on his intro to Black on Both Sides the song Fair Not of Man it's one of my favorite albums by the way you know he said uh, well from my understanding people get better when they start to understand that they are valuable they're not valuable 
because they have a whole lot of money or somebody you think they sexy, <laughs> but they're valuable because, you know, they've been created by God and God makes you valuable. Whether or not you recognize that value is one thing. And I believe black is valuable and black is the blueprint and you know it isn't black history history is black okay (laughs) um so shout out to all of my black listeners thank you for supporting uh you know keep being you black and excelling um speaking of black history you know i got a chance to visit nola for mardi gras it's new orleans louisiana um that was an experience i um currently live in um alabama so me and my sister drove over there and you just got to experience you know the mardi gras culture um of new orleans and i feel like everyone should like one good time experience just like new orleans but also you know the mardi gras aspect of new orleans and it was so much fun it was a lot of people it came me because i'm originally from New Jersey. I've only lived in Alabama for like two years, but born and raised in New Jersey. New York is right over there. You know, I'm used to the the crowds and the city life, the real city life. Because <laughs> um, even though uh, where I live now is a city, it's not, it's not exactly a city of what I'm used to. But um, yeah, so there's just a lot of people, a lot of different foods, you know, things to do. Um, what stood out to me just about Mardi Gras and I don't know some things about it just kind of rubbed me wrong because you know when you think of the whole I don't know maybe it's not an intention to offend but it's like the whole blackface type thingy when they're on the floats like that just kind of kind of rubs me wrong and the whole Joe Kane day like I looked up who that was and he literally fought um in the confederate army (laughs) and you know put on this native costume and paraded it's just uh and throwing things off the flute to people like throwing beads and food like I don't know it kind of just rubs me wrong but I mean it's the culture and you know I guess I don't know (laughs) I'm not too much into it but it was something nice to I guess experience we went into like the voodoo shops um what is her name Mary Laveau, I hope I'm saying that right, went into that voodoo shop, as well as another one, and, you know, we couldn't take any pictures or videos, but they had, like, altars up of, like, offerings and, like, different sayings. It was really cool. Like, I think, you know, what I really want to get into if, um, when I go back is just the, the culture of the city and not any aspect of Mardi Gras, but really, you know, you know, the voodoo and stuff like that, um, or just the sites and, like, the different landmarks, but yeah, we went to, we got food from this seafood place, it's called Pier 424, and he was telling us, like, a a little bit about the history of, like, I think it was, like, the mother of all the restaurants, like, I think they own, you know, all the rest of the, all of the other restaurants on Bourbon Street, it was pretty cool, seafood was really good it was it was good (laughs) like um just has a different spice to it I'm vegetarian but I eat seafood here and there 
<laughs> this is because like I I don't know I just I want to try different foods and I don't want to just limit myself like I know totally meat is off limits to me I don't even want to think about touching meat or burgers like I'm very much off that but seafood is something cool to me um and we also had pizza like the little slice it wasn't a dollar like back home when they have like the dollar slices of pizza but um it was it was like it was really cool like they don't have that where I live now so it was different to me to walk out of place with like a slice of pizza <laughs> um we also went to different bars. The one bar I remember we went to was Good Friends Bar in, in Queens. The gays, like, I love, I don't know if I can call them that. I'm sorry if that's offensive, but, you know, the LGBT community, um, it was so nice to be, like, around them and they're in their presence because they're so fun and warming and they know how to party. Not to say, like, the rest of everybody didn't, but there was just, it's always something different being around them and I love their energy and the love that they spread um people that are close to me who really inspire me with that of course is my sister and her travels um and my mom you know I talked a little bit about that in my previous uh podcast episode just about um to just go and travel and not you know even just family related but to see the world and I know I really want to visit Cali and Texas in the U.S. I think that's really all like I've been all up and down the east coast and I don't I mean, I haven't visited each uh, state. Like, I guess I passed through it. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I don't know. Some of them I feel like that's good enough. Like, I don't want to, I don't know, maybe. But my two, you know, main things that are left, main states that are left in the U.S. is Texas and uh, California. I just really want to see and visit and just experience, you know, that. And, of course, you know, overseas, I want to visit Canada. I really, really, really want to go to the U.K. And, of course, the motherland. Like, I don't know which country yet, but I really, really want to go to Africa. Yeah. I don't know. Of course, like, Japan. And my friends I went to Thailand. That looks, like, pretty cool. And just experiencing different cultures is just so important. And I think... I just, I love black travel and the promotion of it and especially seeing black men travel because I feel like where I'm from, you know, people are static and it's easy to spend your whole life in the same city or town. So I just love that. And, you know, even if it's not out of the country, just another state, just to see something else, like to know that there is more out in this world is just everything. And I think it's important to experience, um, there's more to life, you know, especially in poverty and, you know, where I'm from, from North New Jersey, born and raised, okay, <laughs> and, you know, there's not anything there, at least for me or what I think, you know, I wouldn't spend my whole life living there, I would get out and I would see other places, and I think it's important, you know, wherever you're from, uh, even if it is a, a tourist attraction, you know, me and my friend were talking about it, um, yeah, and my friend was talking about it. She's from New York, and we were just talking about, like, it's nothing there. Like, we're over. I mean, even though the tourist attraction is Times Square, like, imagine. I hate Times Square wall. <laughs> my heart, like, you want to talk about people overload. Nothing is worse than New York Times freaking Square. Like, it's just so many people. 
just a lot going on, but, um, <laughs> yeah, so anywhere you are, and that's what I was, you know, on track and saying was, you know, it's okay to get out and to see other things and not be afraid, because how would you feel just living your entire life, just, you haven't went anywhere, <laughs> um, so yeah, I just think that's so important, black travel is important, I've been looking up different black travel groups, and I hope, no, I'm, I'm really gonna hope, I'm gonna manifest it, that, um, 2020 is my travel year. I've already, you know, I've done with some New Orleans. Like, that was on my travel bucket list to experience NOLA from Mardi Gras. Um, I hope to go back just to, like I said, just to, you know, view, like, the little hidden tre- treasures. And, you know, I just want to travel so much more. And I just love seeing black travel and a little cheap ways to travel. People got their little, um tips and tricks and all that good stuff and even sponsored traveling is something that I would be interested in getting into you know if I start taking Instagram more seriously in my YouTube um to get those opportunities where you can travel that that's a beautiful thing um I hope everyone gets more into traveling not even just you know if you're black but yeah to just get out and, you know, have fun and experience life. I know so bad I love islands. That's what I forgot. Freaking Jamaica. Like, oh, my gosh, I want to go to Jamaica so bad. Oh, it's just, I love islands. And I love water. Like, if you know me, I love, 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 love water and swimming and anything. Any water activity, I'm, I'm in love because I'm a little mermaid. <laughs> I'm so excited to just see the world and all that it has to offer and not that's just another thing with focusing on the beauty of life is the beauty of you know the places it has created so thank you for listening to this podcast um i'll see you guys next week i'll be having so many more special guests i can't wait for them to come on and to share our experiences with you and to have these discussions to help you or just help you think about something. Again, don't be afraid to reach out to me. You know, I'm open to it. Uh, if you just need advice or even if you don't want like your business all out on <laughs> my podcast, like I wouldn't say your name if you didn't want me to or if you just want to talk to me and not have it related to my podcast, I'm totally open to that. Um I'm okay. I hope you guys are doing good. I hope you guys are blessed, beautiful. I'm radiating. I'm so happy. I'm such in a happy space. Like, I'm so in a, in a blissful space right now, and it's all because of me, and I love that. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. Um, you guys are still rocking with me. That's amazing. I'm looking at all of, you know, my listeners, and I'm like, wow, like, people are listening to me <laughs> like it's so exciting but um yeah i'll see you guys in my next episode